Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Pod, where our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Bruce. Ah, that you are, sir. Uh, we are uh, between uh, season 9 and 10, I believe. This is like a little mini episode. We like to do these things where we just kind of talk about how we're feeling about the magic world. Uh, we like to bring up cards that we wouldn't be able to dive deep into otherwise. Right? That's right. A vignette, if a, you will. Ooh, a vignette. <laughs> I feel like uh, you just brought up vignettes. I did. I think it was on the last episode. Oh. Vignettes when talking about these. These particular uh, little uh, mini shows. Oh. Well then. There we go. As you can see, we either are on video or not because uh, I'm trying some new things. Uh, as the editor, I like to do new things. And... We'll see if this works, and if it does, hello! If not, you won't be hearing this part. So, uh, let's let's start off with... Let's start off. This week, we'll be talking about your card. Next Ooh, week, boy. we'll be talking about whatever I bring to the table. Which I have definitely figured out. So, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's get into this. Alright, so I'm going to jump right in. Oh, please do. Um, most of the time when we do this, I pick a card. Um, and because I've got a handful of decks and a number of pet cards, I've been able to use a little pet card every time. So I'm going to do that again. Uh, and we're going to talk about Hearthstone. For those of you not watching, <laughs> Hearthstone is a three-mana artifact. It says, activated abilities of creatures cost one less to activate. This effect can't reduce the mana in that cost to less than one mana. So if... Your activation cost is one, one tap something. It doesn't redu It doesn't get any smaller than that. It doesn't go to zero. Right. Um, so nothing's free, but it's always cheaper. Right. So ideally, you're looking for something with an activation cost of two, because you're cutting it in half. It's right. the biggest savings. If I'm including Hearthstone, I'm looking for decks where there's a lot of a lot of creatures with activated abilities, or more importantly, your commander has an activated ability that you would like to activate many times. Because if your commander's activated ability involves a tap, you're only going to get to do it once. Hearthstone's savings is one mana. It, that's fine, but maybe it's not worth it to put Hearthstone into your deck for that single one mana saving. Um, for me, uh, the decks that I put Hearthstone in, uh, I have Hearthstone in Grenzo. Emil and Anias. I think I have it in Anias. You definitely 100%. have it in Anias. In Anias? Okay. So I, I believe the last time I played that deck, uh, you just walloped me. <laughs> Granted, that also has Training Grounds? Is that the other one? Uh, yes, it also has Training Grounds. Now, Training Grounds reduces it by two, I think. But it's, yeah, it's not a colorless artifact. Right, it's blue. So there's there are limits as to what cards Training Ground work. The other difference between Training Grounds and Hearthstone, Hearthstone works for all creatures, not just mine. So when you put it in there, everybody else can use it. So if somebody else has a creature that has a, an activation cost, their activation costs are reduced. I initially was worried about that when I put it into the decks. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped worrying. Um, you can spell it out and you can tell them that your creature's activation costs are now reduced by one. 
and they will still consistently not take that ability to the point where you have to almost stop them and say, no, that's one less. Because oh, of Hearthstone. I know. Uh... It is so easy to forget it. You watch your opponents and they're, con- you know, they're sitting there working out the math to figure out how many times they can activate something. And then real, and then it's not until as as they're going through when they realize, oh, I can activate this many more times because I'm <laughs> getting one one less. The thing I always forget too, because uh, when I do remember it, I guess infrequently, uh, is that I want it to work on more than just creatures. Like it doesn't work for enchantments, it doesn't work yes. for artifacts, um, but yeah, it's just creature abilities. So. Which makes sense. It's called Heart Stone. Yes. Uh, but, you know. I mean, there are a number of restrictions on the card. And it works for everybody. This is a card from Tempest. It's old school. Everybody gets the benefit. So you take a bit of a risk when you do this. In the end, in the right decks, that's a risk worth taking. Um, the deck that I've had it in the longest is Grenzo. Dungeon Warden. The deck... The deck is fun to play by its when it goes, and you're only paying two mana to flip that flip that bottom card and get something out. Um, Hearthstone just puts that deck on overdrive. Mm. Um, you get a Hearthstone out, and now suddenly it only costs one mana to flip a card. If you've got seven mana out, uh, I I get really close to the point where I stop looking at my hand. Because it's just way more fun to just flip seven <laughs> cards off the bottom of the off the bottom of your library than yeah. it is to play anything. Yeah, would you rather flip seven times or would you rather play Meteor Golem on right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's interesting because the way I end up playing Grenzo is a lot of the times it's um, you're playing it as a control deck. I'm trying yeah. to make sure that I got cards in the graveyard that I can put on the bottom so that I can flip the card and I control what's going where with hearthstone i really find that it sort of shifts gears it changes from being a control deck into a deck that just i'll flip blindly because the cost is so little even if only 40 percent of the cards in that deck are creatures i mean i means i'm going to hit a creature at least every third card probably more frequent even just a little bit more frequently than that so yeah, I get five five flips. I'm probably flipping two two creatures, and that only costs me five mana as opposed to without Hearthstone when it costs ten. Hearthstone is just wonderful for this sort of thing, and uh, and it's a card that's often forgotten. Uh, I rarely ever see this card in anyone else's decks. Um, it's not as though it's hugely expensive either. Yeah, it's uh, sub five dollars, which is like my cutoff. So. I'm surprised I don't play more of this. It's also not, surprisingly, it's not a reserve list card. Um, no, no. I, I, so, like, I we could, I feel like we could see a printing, but I, I, I doubt it. Right, because it's, it's been printed in Stronghold and it was printed in a, a Slivers deck. Oh, yeah. Which, and, I, and I get that. There were, there were a lot of Slivers that had activated abilities that are yeah. colorless. Um, that's the other part. If it's one black mana is the activated ability, this doesn't reduce it by one. It reduces but by one colorless mana. So you really want to keep that in mind. I don't know. It just takes decks and, and spins them up. Um, yeah. You know, Emil costs three to bounce, to flicker one of your creatures. 
okay, well now it only costs two. It just it just makes things ridiculous. It shifts the, it shifts the careful math that Wizards has done when they created the card, and turned it into something else entirely. I love Hearthstone, and I will I am run it in a lot. Of, you know, I run it in those three decks, and there are other you know. It's not even just the commanders in those decks that, that can take advantage of this. It, there are so many other cards that work well with this with this as well. Um, the oh, what's her name? Morphs. Morphs work well with this. <laughs> yeah, Olivia. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the, the Ooh, get out of here. The old school Olivia, where it was uh, one and a red yeah. to do one point of damage to a creature. Well, now it's I believe one red. And I believe I you have Olivia in that. That, uh, Olivia is in that, yeah. That Grenzo. In Grenzo, deck. yes. Um, because the second ability for for Olivia allows you to take a creature, and I think that costs five mana. Yeah, it's it's Olivia Voldaren, uh, yeah. red, black, and two for a 3-3 three, three, uh, flying. First is one and a red, so with Hearthstone, just a red. It deals one damage to another target creature. That creature becomes a vampire in addition to uh, its other types. And Olivia Voldaren gets a plus one, plus one counter. Cool. Right. The second is three black, black. So with Hearthstone, it's uh, two black, black. So just four yeah. mana. Uh, right. And five total if you use both things. Uh, gain control of target vampire for as long as you control Olivia Voldaren, which she's also creating or making things vampires. For five mana, just yeah. stealing something, as long as you have this creature, is uh, pretty powerful. Yeah, and it's at instant speed. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of my turn, I've got five mana with Grenzo and Olivia out. Okay, do you want to flip five cards off the bottom, or do you just want to take somebody's creature? Mm. That's, you know, both options are valid. Um, this card is just so, it's so much fun. It just makes things go crazy. Um, and I know that we keep these short, so I'm going to wrap it up with a, with a quick warning. Uh, while this cannot reduce an ability's generic mana cost to less than one, um, I haven't talked about ways to uh, abuse this in in loops. Uh, there are plenty of plenty of ways to reduce a mana cost by one, which then turns around and creates an infinite loop of mana. Mm. Um, I don't run any of those. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't ever want Grenzo to suddenly create an infinite loop. Where I could, you know, just keep flipping the bottom card of my library over and over and over again, until I hit something which then allows me to just win the game. Right. That's that's not that's not the playstyle I want. It's definitely not what I want for the deck. Um, but it is out there for those of you who like the convoluted combo that you know, and it all it's only going to work if you have an unlimited supply of mana. Well, Hearthstone can go a long way toward making that happen. Uh, you know, especially if your your uh, combos involve a creature with an activated ability that needs yeah. to be just a little cheaper, or yeah, or if you also have training grounds in play, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great little card that I uh, obviously more people should be playing uh, to 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 an extent. I feel like there are plenty of decks that I've played that don't need it at all. Um, there have been plenty, plenty of times that I've seen you play it out, and I'm like, oh, this does not affect me in the slightest. Uh, right. And so, like, it, it kind of just comes down to building around it, which is why it's better in your deck than 
like like which is why you don't necessarily have to worry about it when you put it out because like not everybody's uh building around it um right and even you know you are building around it right you know no one is going to get better a better return on investment with hearthstone out than me if i'm playing grenzo they're just not because they're they don't have a plan to have it out there even if they're creatures, even if they have creatures that benefit from cost from an activated cost that costs one less, it's just never going to be as good as Grenzo. It's never going to be as good as my deck because my deck understands that this card could be out there, so I built it accordingly. So yeah, uh, Heartstone, everyone. Um, actually, let's let's do a little research real quick. Okay. Card analysis on EDH Rec. This card. Is in fourteen thousand two hundred ninety-one decks, which sounds like a lot. Well, glad uh, to hear some people have heard of it. But that's—it's also colorless, so like, yes, it's an artifact. You figured it'd be in more decks. Um, that's one percent of decks that it could be in. <laughs> so it's far too popular to make it into any temple's treasure. Yes. Uh, but that's that's yeah that's our that's our show for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we're Temple of the False Pod. We're decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Uh, I haven't played Magic in a while, so uh, play some Magic for me, and may your fifth land be the Temple. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, Andy here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Temple of the False Pod. Just a few housekeeping things here at the end of the show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. Subscribe and give us a review. It really helps out the show. And it'll show us what you like about our podcast. Uh, Also, we've got a Twitter and an Instagram. Our handle is falsepodmtg, all one word. So be sure to follow us. Feel free to reach out to us there or drop us an email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com and tell us your favorite magic-related story. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again to you and to Bruce. He's Mana Burned on Twitter, and I'm Andy Weekend on Twitter and Twitch. We're Temple of the False Pod, where our decks aren't optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. Have a great night, and may your fifth land be the temple.